Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson, a show that brings you regular interviews, tips and tools for building your business online. Well, hello and good evening. Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. It's great to have you. It's great that you're here. Uh, great that you're listening to the show or indeed watching the show on Facebook Live or however you're joining us. Um, it's great to see you. Great that you're here. Happy Monday, everyone. I hope you're having a good start to the week already. Uh, we're, we're actually recording this on a Monday, <laughs> if that wasn't clear. Uh, it is Monday. It is Monday evening here in the UK. And this is the e-commerce podcast with me, uh, Matt Edmondson. And in tonight's show, we are going to be chatting to... The amazing and wonderful Tim Hughes, and we are going to be getting getting into social selling, uh, what that means for us as people, what it means for us uh, in e-commerce. I'm going to grill him about sales and all kinds of stuff because he has got fascinating background, let me tell you, and all that is going to come up and more in this show. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, if you are yet to subscribe to the show, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast from, because why would you not, right? We put out regular content, free, good stuff for you to listen to all about e-commerce, how to set up, run and grow your own e-commerce business. This stuff is great. And I love doing the interviews because I always learn stuff as well. So uh, grab your notebooks, grab your pens. And if you are joining us on Facebook Live uh, as we recording, you can throw your questions or thoughts into the comments and we will respond to those at some point during the show. It may be during the recording. It may be at the end. We don't know. It depends what your questions are. But make sure you throw those in and say hi on the Facebook Live. Let us know where you're from. It'll be great. Uh, and if you don't know, uh, if you're listening to this in your car or wherever you get your podcast from, when we record the interviews, when I do these interviews, we stream it live on Facebook at the same time, which is just it's just fantastic. And so regulars to the show will know this. Uh, we've been doing this now for, uh, well, season two. We're now on season three. So we've been doing this a little while. And I really, really like how this is working. So you can just go and connect with us on Facebook Live. Sign up to the notifications. So whenever we do go live, that little little bell pings on your Facebook feed. And you will get notifications that we are indeed live. And you can come in and join the conversation with the guests, which is always fab. So you can do that. So welcome to the show. Uh, great to see you here. And uh, if you are listening to us in a car, make sure you're safe because, you know, you should, right? So uh, as I said, this show is for all the e-commerce entrepreneurs out there looking to set up, to grow, to develop, to understand e-commerce a whole lot more. Because at the moment, especially at the moment, digital and online businesses seem to be the way forward. Uh, and let me tell you, I don't know how your business is doing. Mine is killing it right now. It is doing so well and it's great. Um, you know, I, I was saying to Tim before the show, this is not a strategy I would have written down. It's not a strategy I would have planned. But um, as a result of the pandemic, as a result of the lockdown, uh, there seems to be a lot more interest uh, in what we're doing online, which is fantastic. So um, it's great to see that now. Before we pull into the show, the wonderful Tim, and get into this whole conversation around social selling, is it just a buzzword um, or is it the next thing in marketing? Has it actually been around for a while? What does it mean for all of us in e-commerce? All these things we're going to get into in a little bit more. 
And before I bring Tim on, let me just take a few minutes to thank uh, the show's sponsors. The first sponsor being Curious Digital. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Curious Digital is an e-commerce platform. Uh, So if you are looking to set up, grow and develop your own e-commerce business, or if I'm honest with you, if you're just fed up of the platform that you're on uh, and you're looking for a new e-commerce platform, check out Curious Digital. It's an e-commerce platform that has been developed uh, in the trenches. And so we know this thing works and it works across a whole bunch of e-commerce industries, let me tell you. Uh, so do check it out at www.curious.digital uh, and you can you can subscribe to it monthly. You can subscribe at different levels. Wherever your business is at, you can find something that's going to work for you uh, and your business. And if you need something like truly bespoke, I mean truly bespoke, definitely give the guys a call because they can make magic happen, let me tell you. Unbelievable what those guys can do uh, with the computer. So check them out, curious.digital. The second sponsor of the show is Lightbulb Agency. They are an end-to-end e-commerce agency business. And basically they do all of those parts uh, of e-commerce that you don't want to do or don't have the skill set to do. Um, There's a good strong chance that Lightbulb will be able to help you with it. So for example, let's take products. Um, And, you know, If you have a product idea, how do you know it's good to sell? Can you do some research around that product? Can you, uh, if you sell certain products, can you go and find other products? You know, upsells, cross-sells, all those sorts of things uh, to help you sell uh, more on your e-commerce website. If you don't know how to do that, talk to the guys at Libel. They can help you with it. They can help you source some great stuff. So do check them out at www.lightbulb.agency. So they're, they're our two show sponsors. They're amazing people. And of course, if you want any of the links that I talked to you about in tonight's show, if you want the links to the sponsors, if you want the links to all the things that Tim's going to share about and want to get in touch with Tim and all that sort of stuff, we will make sure all of that and the notes from tonight's show are in the show notes on the website. So head on over to mattedmondson.com. And you will be able to see those, search out the podcast, download the podcast notes um, and check out those links. Everything will be on there for you in one easy and convenient place. Okay, all that aside, let's talk to our guest. Now, Tim is the co-founder and CEO of DLA Digital, uh, DLA Ignite, sorry. And uh, it says here in my notes and from my conversation with Tim, which I really enjoyed, uh, he is an expert in social selling. His business is all about this idea of social selling. So I wanted to get into it. I wanted to understand it. I wanted to I wanted to figure it out. What does it mean for me? What does it mean for my e-commerce business? And this is what we're going to get into right now. So without further ado, let me turn up Tim's microphone and let me press this magic button. Tim, hello. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Can you hear me okay? Hello, Matt. Yeah, yeah no problem at all. Wonderful. Really excited to be here. That's great. I appreciate you being here. Now, one of the things I should have said right at the start um, in the intro, which I didn't, is you actually um, host your own podcast, Tim Talks. Is I, that right? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's exciting. I'm, I mean, it's nice to be on the other side of the table, so to speak. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I felt slightly nervous doing the intro because I'm thinking, oh, there's a professional here in the background listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
So, uh, so welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Uh, really appreciate you being here. And uh, I guess the podcast you do, Tim Talks, what's your podcast about? What's the show about? Um, well, we started talking about social selling and I got various interesting people on um, to talk about various aspects of that. Um, but over the recent um, three months, I've actually been doing two things. One is helping people I know. Um, giving them some visibility mm. um, and getting to talk about specialist subjects that they have, um, but also covering subject matter that would help people um, in today's economic conditions. So, for example, last week on Friday, I interviewed someone who's a headhunter. Okay. So we went through about how to get a job. Oh, wow. Um, Which is very relevant right now. W- absolutely, yeah. Um, and, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of people out in the market that – um, either may not have lost their job before or um, not, have not seen a recession yeah. um, and not seen the sort of impact that it can have. So, you know, it's a just like this podcast, it's a free resource. Mm-hmm. And um, we hope that, um, you know, if it helps one person, then um, it's, it's time well spent. Fantastic. And, and that uh, show, Tim Talks, you can, people can find it anywhere. If someone's listening it's, going, it, you know what, I really need help finding a job right now. It, it's on YouTube. Um, the, the the best we get most of our traffic from social mm-hmm. um so either my twitter you'll find the stuff on my twitter feed um or on my linkedin okay um yeah okay that's fantastic and we'll link to those in the show notes and we'll come back to that later at yes. the end of the show you can explain to people how they get in touch with you yeah um so do check out tim's podcast tim talks uh and listen to that especially you know with some of the stuff he's just talked about very good timing so tim that's kind of what you do now. Well, we're going to get into what you do a little bit more later, but um, where did it all start for you? Um, well, my background is sales. Mm-hmm. I've been in sales for um, 25 years. And um, it, it was, um, my background has always been new business sales. Okay. And um, I was working at a very large US uh, software house uh, back in 2015. Um, and um, we were used to we're on-premise company um, trying to get towards the to move towards cloud and SaaS. Yeah. We were used to eighteen months sales cycles, um, and we took on a um, sales guy from a competitor, Financial Force, and he said in a meeting, "We close on the first meeting." So we're used to eighteen months sales cycles, and we find out that our competition are basically closing on the first meeting. Wow. That's a big um, difference. It, it is a big difference, and there's a gap there. Yeah. Um, so um, I went to my sales VP and said, you know, we've got a problem. Um, and we decided to take the sales force through a complete um, business transformation. Mm-hmm. So we did things like we tried to get, you know, you never get everybody doing it, but we tried to get people to, to, give, to give up on PowerPoint. And one of the things that we did was we taught them storytelling. Okay. Rather than, um, um, coming up and just coming up with facts, which is quite often what, and, and something that's product related. Um, and we also talked them very rudimentary social selling, which back in 2015, you know, is more about, you know, connecting with people and, and that rather than doing some of the cool things that you can do today. Yeah. So, um, um, and off the back of that, um, as I found um, with the power of network, in fact, I'm talking to you today through the power of network, mm-hmm. Um, was that what happened was that somebody, um, my co-author for my first book came to me. We had a coffee, cup of coffee and within three months I got a book deal. Wow. Okay. So um, 
um, in 2016, my first book, Social Selling Techniques to Influence Buyers and Changemakers, came out. Um, in and 2016? It, I mean, yeah, and it still sells today. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's designed as a um, – it, what we decided was that we, we weren't going to write about my, a journey or um, write about how to write your personal brand or write about the technology. It was going to be a, a framework that salespeople can use to get into to social selling. Okay. Um, and last time I looked, there was 85 star reviews on, on, on Amazon. Wow. Um, all people generally saying it's changed my life. Um, and that's how we, we designed it. And it's designed – for salespeople, not marketers. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a meeting. We, um, Matt and I, we brainstormed every chapter. Um, the first brainstorming session was in the evening, um, and I'd been to a meeting with the same sales VP that I talked about earlier on. And he leaned across the desk at me and pointed a finger and he said, and I'm going to take out words beginning with F. Um, he said, um, this social selling is all very well, but where's the leads? Mm. Um, and, um, I was telling Matt this and he thought that was funny. He said, what we need. So, and what we did was we used that as the, 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 the point that whenever we did a brainstorm, if we thought it was getting too fluffy to marketing, um, we said that saying to each other. Um, and therefore we were able to say, right, how is a salesperson going to use this information yeah. to prospect and get leads? And that's, that's how we wrote that. That's why we wrote the book. Okay. It's there as a handbook for salespeople to give them that that base to enable them to prospect and get leads. And so um, you wrote the book in 2016. Um, yes. And it's still relevant for today because everything moves on at a fast pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so um, what we did is that we, um, uh, we, 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 we didn't put anything in about the technology. So there's a lot of books out there like LinkedIn books. Mm -hmm. And as soon as LinkedIn changed the, the algorithm, which they kind of do nearly every month now, it means that they're out of, um, uh, they're, they're now longer, no longer of any use. Yeah. But what we did is that, you know, we w wrote this being very basic. So the people that are listening in today, um, are obviously I'm biased about buying a copy, but obviously I recommend they do. Um, and, well, and, I would and hope so. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's available on Amazon worldwide. Um, and, um, but it's, it's still, I mean, I've got people coming to me even today and saying, I've just got read your book. Um, fantastic. Um, so the, um, managing director of BMW Park Lane read mm. it uh, and gave me a, a reference last November and, and, and it just goes on and on and on and on. And it's a fantastic, fantastic. feeling seeing people getting something from it. Yeah. So you went from this place of sort of a traditional sales person taking eight months to close a sale understanding that your competitors actually needed something a little bit different uh, well they did something a little bit different to then leaving that company and writing your own book on social selling uh, yeah. which was all the stuff that you kind of discussed uh, discovered along the way yeah um that's qu that's quite a fascinating sort of leap from one thing to the next isn't it i was that planned was that thought through or was that just happenstance um well i decided back around about then that i had enough of i was selling accounting systems mm. um and um while the people were were interesting i decided i wanted to do something else mm -hmm. um and i was trying to work out what it was and then uh, i was actually in a blogging um uh, on a blogging course and the person said you need to when you're when you're writing things you need to have a 
you know, superpower, something that you want to be famous for. And I suddenly sat there and I thought, social selling. Okay. And I realized at that point that I, what I wanted to do with my life was um, become famous for social selling. Mm-hmm. And I was going to leave the company I was in and set up my own company. And I've done all of those things. Oh, wow. It's amazing the power of a vision like that, isn't it? Just to, you know, have this sort of, it's a great question. What are you going to be known for? What was the question you asked? What's your superpower? Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, and it's, again, it's about what is it that you want to be known for? Mm. Um, and, and usually what happens is that people talk about, uh, so for example, I remember saying this, um, saying this at my previous company and, and, and the people that sold the human resources software said, well, I want to be famous for human resources software. And it's like, well, not really. Cause that just means that you're just another salesperson. Yeah. So, so what, what they started doing was that, you know, there would be, they'd be, they wanted to be famous for um, work-life balance or mental health or things mm. like that, because what that enables them to do is to get into conversations with people, senior people um, in the areas that they want to sell to. Mm-hmm. And, and we all know that conversations make sales. Okay. So, 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 you know, um, you know, an advert, um, a cold call and um, an email don't make a sale. Mm-hmm. What happens is that they, they are there to drive a conversation and it's the conversation that makes a sale. Yeah. And, and, and so what we're doing is that we're using social as a means or a mechanism to create that conversation. Okay. Um, and, and so all salespeople ultimately need to be in a situation where they know what they, not necessarily what they want to be famous for, but their, their superpower. And it needs to be authentic as well. So what, when you were sat there in the meeting and the guy said to you, um, what do you want your superpower to be? And in your head you went, yeah, social selling. What? Oh. Why? <laughs> I mean, what well, was, was it about uh, it that kind of drew you in? Well, I, I, was, I was involved with it because mm. um, we, you know, we rolled out social selling across uh, ultimately 4,000 people across Europe. Mm. Um, and, you know, it was part of my daily, daily life. Um, and and there was all the things that, you know, we did all the things wrong that everybody who tries to implement it internally does, you know, even to the point where my VP stood up and said, um, I've only got 60 followers. I might as well just walk down the office and shout the tweet out. And I said, <laughs> well, yeah, actually, Mark, I think you should. Because yeah. I said, you'll get a better response. Yeah. Um, and, um, and so all of the things that, 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 that could go wrong did go wrong. And we were able to, you know, when we started the company, we obviously were able to put all those things right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was involved in that and it was, it was new and social was, I, I was, I was interested in social. And by then on Twitter, I'd got probably, I think about 65,000 followers. Oh, wow. Um, and so, you know, there was clear momentum that some, yeah, that yeah. some, I was doing something right and it was, and that something was happening. So, um, you know, I decided to, to move that way. And, um, there's a lot of people, um, there's a lot of people who don't understand networks and the power of the network. They don't seem to realize the magic of it mm-hmm. and the way that you can use them and a, a network to place your ideas and get people to basically take those things and, 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 and share them out and the way that a network also brings things to you. So for the first um, three years of our company, DLA Ignite, we didn't have a business plan, and we didn't have one on purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's quite. That's quite. But 
Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm because, not a fan of the business plan. I have to be because, honest. Because story. things would turn up. Mm. You know, so, you know, a, a good example is 2017. I was on a podcast last this, like this in the April um, with um, a guy called Do- Doyle Bueller, who's currently, he's a Canadian, but he's in Australia. Um, and I was just, you know, talking to the guy and, you know, you do these things and they go out and you never know kind of what yeah, happens to them. Yeah. In July, basically, a guy came to uh, me, uh, Thomas Ross. Uh, he said, I run a, I run a sales team, uh, I run a sales training company in, he was in Canada at the time. Um, I run a training company and I want to convert the whole of the training company to social selling. Can I resell your programs? Wow. Um, and me and my business partner, Adam, went, oh, I never thought about that. Mm. In fact, if we got resellers all around the world, that would be a really good idea because mm. we wouldn't need to open up the open up offices. You know, if I opened up an office in um, in New York, I've got to pay for the office. Yeah, yeah, I've got to recruit the people. Yeah, yeah. They're probably the wrong people, mm. um, and etc. You know, it's so so I'll get other people to take the risk. So that's what we did. We basically um, we spent the summer, July and August of 2017, with a franchise expert and a and a lawyer, uh, IP lawyer. Um, and what we did is we built um, a platform to allow people to resell our programs. And we now have um, seven resellers around the world. Oh, wow. Um, and, um, and yeah, so they, and, it, and it generates business while you're asleep. Which is um, a beautiful thing, as I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. what so, e-commerce I mean, is. It generates business while you're it, asleep. It, absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and this is something where um, it has enabled us to scale. It's enabled us to scale with um, without having to give away um, any of our uh, equity in the business, mm. um, and a lot. And, and it's actually got over a problem because we were getting we were getting our clients coming to us um, and saying, "What we want you to do is that we want you to implement your social selling methodology around the world." But what we want in Mexico, we, we want it delivered in in Spanish by a Mexican. In in Peru, we want it delivered in in you know in Brazil. It's got to be in in mm. Portuguese by in a by Brazilian, and it's like well, we just don't have that capability. Yeah, yeah. And they say, well, we're not going to have. We don't want a UK or a US centric um, uh, way of 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 working. Mm. Um, so that's an, what we've done is that we've actually built a global team. You know, we've got um, two people in Singapore, one person in Hong Kong, one person in Peru. I've got three resellers in the states. So that's how um, you've built your global team. You've built yeah, 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 with yeah. this yeah, reseller yeah. network. Yeah, that was part, a strategy yes. that you guys sort of went down. Yes, and and the whole point was that um, we got that through uh, Thomas seeing me on a podcast mm. um, and him basically um, saying I, I want to do this. Yeah, and that's the power of network, which is that that, that um, it doesn't if, if you're out there. And you're having conversations, and you're creating content. This is a great example. I'm not, I'm not sitting on this podcast telling you DLA Ignite is a great company and mm. we're market leaders and stuff like that because you're not interested in that. You're here to actually listen to to insight and be educated, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and all of that stuff. If you think that's interesting, you'll go and look all that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, cr- creating creating this content and creating and putting it out on your network. Um, in an authentic, educational, insightful way, is so powerful. Is that and, how you? And that's then, why it brings stuff to us. Is that how you would then define social selling? So, if someone's listening, uh, going, "This is great," but what, what, what exactly is social selling? So, so I would always, I always define social selling as um, the reaction to as us as salespeople to the the way that the buying process has changed. 
So, uh, so um, I mean, before COVID-19, um, even before then, we all have mobile phones and, you know, we sit down and we get our mobile phone out. And if we want to buy something, you know, I, you know, you sit in a, well, we used to sit in cafes um, oh, and, and on a Saturday and you go, let's go to Iceland next week. Mm. Okay. You look at the Airbnbs, I'll look at the flights. Mm-hmm. Now you may not make a decision and, and, and decide to do that, but the fact of the matter is you're looking for stuff. Yeah. And if you're buying a 500 million outsourcing um, deal, um, you're still going to go online and, and search for stuff. Yeah. Because if I'm going to the board of, G- of GlaxoSmithKline and, and for a, an outsourcing deal, and I'm going to stand in front of the board and say, this is what we ought to buy, I will have gone online and I would have searched for every single article about every single question that board could have asked me. Sure. So it doesn't matter whether you're B2B or B2C. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, so, you know, so BMW uh, in the UK just to give you a, an, an example, in November, um, through LinkedIn, they got 28 pieces of inbound, mm-hmm. uh, and they converted 14 of those. So if so you when take, you say they got 28 pieces of inbound, what do you, what does that mean that's, exactly? That's basically people on LinkedIn looking at the content that they've created and coming to them and saying, "That's really interesting. I'm interested in buying a car." Okay, so they put content out on LinkedIn. Yes. Um, and as a result of putting that content out there, they got 28 leads. 28 leads. And yes. they, were qual- they would have been qualified leads in some respects. Yes. So usually, was good. It, yeah, yeah. So if you're, if, if, I mean, I use BANT as in budget authority need and timescale. Mm. If someone makes an inbound to you and says, I'm interested, they probably have a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they will probably have authority or will get you to the person that has authority. Yeah. They definitely have a need and they probably have timescale. Like so you're yeah. What, what yeah, so what you're doing is that you know that if you get inbound, they're probably fully banned qualified opportunities. Um and of those twenty eight, they they converted fourteen. So, so fourteen you know, actually purchased cards. Yeah. So fourteen, wow. whether it's fifty thousand pounds, fifty euros, fifty thousand dollars, it doesn't mm. really matter. They generated seven hundred thousand um units of money mm-hmm. um uh based on zero marketing spend which is awesome <laughs> i mean this is fantastic which, right. which, yeah. which is awesome so so uh, what so your question was what is social selling mm. well social selling part of social selling is the fact that we've got people out there that are looking for stuff and we can generate desire in those people by using content as a way of um uh uh getting you know so bmw you put a picture of the new m4 that's just coming out um and uh it's got a nice grill on it you go okay i'm really interested in those when you get one in i'd like to you know put a deposit down um and that's what you're doing what you're 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 not the, the mistake that people make is that they think is that what we've done is that we've sold and marketed in the same way for the last well advertising has been around since 1930 um Cold calling has been around since 1980 mm. and email marketing has been around since 1990. Um, so for the last 90 years, we've used the same marketing technique, which is buy my stuff. It's great. Yeah. And of course, no one believes you. And no um, one cares. I don't. I and nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares about your product. Nobody cares about your service. You know, buy my product because you're great. It doesn't work. Mm. Um, and the problem with it is that we're now so we're now empowered um to go online and check it out 
So if I tell you I'm using an iPhone and if I say to you, this iPhone is the best mobile phone there is in the world, you'll go, well, okay, Tim, but I'm going to go on Google and actually look and see what else there is. Yeah. And you may go to, you know, um, uh, you may ask your friends on Facebook. Um, I've got some chips in my car. So, um, on the paintwork. So I actually asked on Facebook the other day, does anybody know a good company that that sorts chips on cars? Um, so you'll ask your, your friends, you may even go into discussion groups and think the thing is what you'll do now is that you'll make your own decision based on the information of those people. So if you're using advertising, cold calling or um, uh, sending me spammy emails, what you're doing is that you're driving your buyers to buy from your competition. Because those buyers are now It's a really interesting way of looking at it. Let's just say that again. So if you're selling with traditional methods, so with cold calling, with we'll call it spam, just cold emails, whatever you want to call it. Yes. Then you're forcing those people to check out your competition. Yeah, because because that's what we do. Mm. And even and and you know, before COVID nineteen, people kind of said, Yeah, Tim, that's that's kind of interesting, but 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 mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but now everybody's online. Mm-hmm. What what you know, if we'd said if we'd said, right, we're gonna have a, a weekend where everybody has to use Zoom, uh, it would have all been very interesting and half the people would have said, No, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, and Monday it would have been, you know, we would have gone back to what we did before. Uh, now, but now even my, you know, scouts are online. The church is online. Um, you know, ev- everything's online. Every even my dog's mom- online, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Even and there my was some mom's- statistic in The Guardian. Um, you mentioned church. There's some stat in The Guardian which says 25% of people in the UK are now watching live stream services. Yes. 25%. From yeah, a, so a population it- of 4% that went to church when it was... So the, the, the live things... Ch- anyway, I mean, we could get into that all, yeah, all day no, long, even but it's, my, it's, even, it's fascinating. Even my mum's wine group and she's 82 is online <laughs> uh, uh, and they've, they've your they've mum's bought, wine group yeah my mum's wine group she i does, want to join got, that that sounds amazing she's got a wine group yeah and, and they have a they've even got a little supply chain of uh, there's a there's a man that basically drives around and drops bottles off on oh the doorstep my goodness so they're able to drink the same glass of wine yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so someone does a presentation about the wine so it'll be about a particular um um uh winery in portugal or something and they're drinking the wine and and the one's giving the presentation and she was told no no we can't do that there's no way we everybody's online so the fact of the matter with covid19 we now all have those um those attributes to go online we've got those skills Mm -hmm. we've 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 gained them if we didn't have them and we go online and we will check things out yeah so if you come to me as i say and try and sell me something, I will go online go and, and you're going to do and, the research. Check it out. Yeah. You're going to figure that out. And, and so what we, what companies have to do. So to go back to your question, what is social selling? What they have to do now is be active on social because that's where their customers are. So instead of going to them with a direct cold call, you're now going to them on social and you're giving them content, which helps them to learn and understand. Is that the model now? Uh, yes. So, um, so you need to be part of conversations. Mm. So, you know, this is a great, this is a piece of content which people will watch and they'll go, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. I'll give, I'll, 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 I'll look him up. Um, no, it's great. Because- I mean, we, we actually, a few years ago, we started our own, I mean, one of my websites sells skincare products. And so we decided, you know what, we'll do our own skincare brand because why would you not, right? Um, and one of the things that we did, uh, we had, uh, one of our customer service girls 
she was awesome. She basically spent the day on Twitter um, yeah. and people would tweet, you know, oh, my skin's feeling a bit dry today. And so she would just respond to them on Twitter. She'd f just using the search function, find these people who were complaining about dry skin, our ideal target customer and say, listen, do you want me to send you some samples? See how you get on. And the fit, the, it was the easiest way to connect with people that had never, never heard of us. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what, if you're doing that, what you shouldn't do is go to them and say, we're the best in the world or anything like that. Mm -hmm. What you do is you're connected to them. And, and as you say, you know, I'll send you some samples. Yeah. Um, you know, I know, um, you know, there's companies that, uh, you know, search for things like, you know, I've got a puncture and that's, you know, that's, I'm going to have a bad day. And, and someone will basically say, well, we, we fixed punches. Can we, you know, can we help you out? Um, and it's about having a conversation just as we're having today, mm. having, we're having, you know, free, free flowing rather than, Hey, have I got a product for you? So if we, if I, if I can bring this back to the world of e-commerce, um, yeah. someone's just, they're, they're out there listening to the show right now and they're just about to start their e-commerce business and they, they've got their head around the facts that maybe they should do Google AdWords. They've got their head around the fact that maybe they should do Facebook ads or not as the case may be, but. How would, what would your advice be to someone who is just starting out? They're doing this side hustle. Um, they're, they're going to build this online business. How, how would you have them, how would social selling work for them? So you've got to remember that people are on social. They're not in adverts. Mm -hmm. And um, people nowadays generally don't like advertising. If you look at all of the, the research um, and the problem that we have, the problem that we all have, is that we are hit by about a thousand different messages every day. Yeah. So um, your your message, you can go, you can pay for the best photography, the best um, uh, copy. You can go and get um, supermodels, and you know you could hire the um, um, you could hire all of the people from Love Island or whatever, um, and you'll don't. still yeah. and and you'll still um, just one of a thousand messages. Yeah. Um, and, um, what you'll, what you'll find certainly with Google ads, ads and Facebook ads is that, um, it's a very quick transaction. In effect, you've got to get someone's desire in about 1.3 seconds. Wow. So it's quite difficult to, mm. you know, it is, you know, if you look at something like Instagram, you know, it is, you're, if you're selling like stoppers to make your chair, um, uh, not great along, along the floor or something to stop the draft coming under a door, which is a low price, um, make a decision, put in your credit card, yeah. um, then that's generally okay. If you're, if you're outside of that, you may find it very difficult to get traction. Yeah. But, but so, so as a business, we do no advertising at all. Mm -hmm. um, we do no call calling at all. And we do no, and we don't send any, we don't have an email list. We de deleted it as part of GDPR. Okay. Uh, everything that we do through social, um, and, uh, and so that's just that, you on social media, um, on various platforms, joining in conversations. Yeah, yeah, all all of the people in the business um, on social, and um, and um, uh, you, you've got to remember with advertising that the, the I'm trying to remember the saying, which is that um, uh, advertising is a tax on the unremarkable. <laughs> uh, and um, I like that. You, you, you've got to remember that um, what, where your clients are now is on social mm. because we, we, we've moved to um, the fact that we're, we're now social as, a, as 
um, as people, there's now 3.8 billion people active on social. So your, um, uh, your clients are on social. And what they're looking for is a, we all hate salespeople. So what we're looking for is a um, people coming to us and talking to us in a non-salesy way. So a bit like your example of, um, uh, you know, your, you know, I've got dry skin today. Well, I'll send you some samples. Yeah. Uh, or um, just, you know, if we take LinkedIn, for example, just liking someone's post or saying, um, I read your article and I really liked these three things. You know, everybody likes a bit of flattery. Yeah. Um, and having a, uh, or, or, you know, BMW's case, they have some great photography and just putting that up and, and going, you know, here's the new M4. Mm. Um, so um, th- those are the things that you, you need to look at. now. And you can do that, I think, um, just listening to you talk to him there, I think you can do that without actually, it seems, going back to your original chap that said he only had 60 followers on Twitter, should he go shout down the street? It sounds like what you're saying is you don't need that many followers in, in the first instance, you just need to go and find these people and start engaging with them on yeah. social. And that's, that has, that, that's not driven by how many followers you have. No, it's not. Not at all. So um, um, may I tell a joke? Uh, of course, as long as it's clean. Yeah, okay, good. Right. <laughs> um, you, you've probably heard it before, but there's two explorers going through the jungle mm-hmm. and they come across a, a clearing and th- there's a tiger. And the first explorer starts backing out, and the second one takes off his rucksack and puts on um, running shoes or sneakers if you're in the US. The first one says, you can't outrun a tiger. And the second one says, I don't need to. I just need to outrun you. Yeah. And, and the mistake that people make is that they think they need to be Kim Kardashian yeah. and have millions of followers. Um, and, and oh, well, I'm never going to do that. Well, no, you're not. But the, the, that, that is the point. The thing is, is that um, 95% of the people on social are shit. So all <laughs> yeah. you need to be is a little bit better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, it doesn't take a lot to be a little bit better than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and um, you know, people are looking for um, – people buy from people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you listen to um, um, the pundits today, is that – after COVID-19, and especially during COVID-19, we're looking for human contact. Mm-hmm. We're looking for something um, more human. We're not interested in the brand because even if you take Nike, they use Michael Jordan to sell their product. Yeah. So, you know, Nike, which is one of the best brands, known brands in the world, you may like it or you may hate it, but they still get Michael Jordan to sell it. Yeah. They still have a, hum- a human there. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're looking for is a human connection. And what you need to be doing as a as an e-commerce vendor is being on social and creating that human connection. Um, so, for example, um, you call this podcast, you know, it's Matt's podcast. Mm. It's it's if you call it your company name, no one would tune in because they don't care. Well, they're in fact, we changed in it. it. We changed the name, Tim. It used to be called well, the Curiosity Podcast, and then everyone was like, "What's what's all that about?" So what's, you spell yeah. it weird too. Why we spell with a K? <laughs> So we're just like, yeah. let's just change the name, call it the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson. Kind of says what it is on the tin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and what people what people want, what we we want are relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, I I I work in the world of business to business. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the way I we generally see it is in most cases, what what happens is you know the salesperson that you're going to buy from. Yeah. If you buy a pair of shoes, you probably don't. 
if you're going to buy a BMW, you will know this, the name of the salesperson because it's a considered purchase. Yeah. Um, but people want to to build those relationships with people. So, I mean, it's in some respects, this is just old fashioned common sense, isn't it? In the sense you build relationships with people, people buy from people, um, and you know, get on well with people, and you'll do well in life. But it's sort of, I guess, it's the location. Is there for you? Is there a platform that you prefer um, socially, uh, or is there is it all six or one half a dozen or the other? Uh, the, the, in terms of platform, the answer is always to go where your clients are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're B2B, then it would be start off on LinkedIn. Um, if you sell IT, then you'd need to be on Twitter, and then you'd need to be on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're B2C, then it's um, um, Instagram, um, Facebook, and probably TikTok now. Um, so... Um, uh, they're the kind of the places that you would need to to look at. Obviously, it depends on your your demographic, mm-hmm. um, but they're the, the sort of places. But um, it, it is common sense. But as we quite often find that it that with common sense, it's not common and it's not sense. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and and um, so, for example, um, if you take if you take my LinkedIn profile, a lot of the, the mistake that people make is that they they think that social is actually about interruption. So when I mean talk about interruption, um, advertising, cold calling, and email is all about interruption. You interrupt yeah. me, and you broadcast your message. Yeah. Um, and that's we all dislike that. Um, and so a lot of people think that social selling or social is basically I come onto um, social, I will interrupt me, and then they broadcast a message. So this is where you get um, people either sending you connection requests and then saying, "Hey, have I got a great um, set of tires for you?" or something. Um, or they even do it now in connection um, requests um, because they're probably even that lazy. Um, and that isn't what social selling about. Mm. Social selling is actually about a permission and a relationship. So when you so connect to it's not to interruption, me, it's permission. Yeah. In, in effect, what you're doing when you connect to somebody is you're giving them permission to end up having a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, if they you connect to them and they pitch to you, you're quite, um, uh, you're quite in your rights to basically – disconnect or even block them yeah, yeah um so anybody who comes to me who pitches to me will always get blocked mm-hmm. um and um because that's not in my view the way that we should be using social what we do is that we need to be we use it to build a conversation with people and have a relationship with somebody because of the the human connection mm-hmm. um but the other thing about um linkedin or, or any particular um uh, social platform is that people see it as a, in effect, a one-dimensional screen, mm. which is I post something and I then sit down and pray that something happens, rather than actually. Um, and that, using to be fair, the- is everybody's strategy. I, you know, the common sense thing, and it's not common. Is it? I come across it, and it just feels like everyone's just put stuff out there because they feel like they need to put stuff on social. It's not been thought through. There's no strategy <laughs> or thinking behind it. It's just like. I'll it's put a tactic, it out there yeah. and hopefully it will work. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I've had salespeople come to me and say, oh, yeah, we, we, we do cold calling and we do emailing and we do uh, social. Oh, that's interesting. So, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I come in in the morning uh, at 8.30 and I put something on social um, and then I make some calls. And it's like, so what do you, why do you put something on social? I don't know. I've just been told to. <laughs> uh, Super helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, marketing gave me a, a – it's like, yeah, but it's shit. Oh yeah, but marketing told me to put it on there, mm. so it's you know it's official. Mm. Yeah, but it's still shit. Mm. Um, 
And um, so, you know, it, it's it's the, the thing about your social profiles, if you're in a sales capacity or even a marketing capacity, is that you're it's it, you should see it as a three dimensional way of you getting business. Mm. So your your LinkedIn profile shouldn't be about your CV. It shouldn't be about your company and your products. It should be about you as a, as a person. What's your belief systems? Yeah. What 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 is it you do in your spare time? Because what that does is that that brings you closer to me. If I know that you are uh, a a big film buff and these mm. are your fa- your your films, I've got something or a reason to have a conversation with you. Yeah. Um, and so um, uh, your summary title, for example, is the most visible piece of. Um, real estate about you anywhere in the world it is if now one go- of the things that um i mean i know we talked about it in the pre-show and it it mm. seems like a natural place to bring it up one of the things that stood out about you tim when we were looking for guests for the show was your linkedin title now it, yes. what it doesn't say is co-founder and ceo of ddla no. which is just no. super boring um yes do you want to tell people what your title says because it, it it actually when I read it the first time, I thought I wasn't reading it right. Do you know what I mean? It just kind of stops you in your tracks mm. a little bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, so my my summary title. So so your summary title is the most visible thing about you in 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 the world, because if you Google yourself on because Google loves LinkedIn, you'll see your uh, picture photo if you have one. Yeah. Uh, it will show um a, a, and it will show your summary title. Yeah. And your name. Um. And so uh, my summary title is. Should have played Quidditch for England, <laughs> which I just thought was fantastic. Now I've closed business on the back of that. Mm. Now there's not very many people that can actually say their summary title has enabled them to close business. Mm. You know, I'm sitting on this show probably because of it, mm. um, and um, uh, it's it's something that creates curiosity in people. Uh, so the the, bit, the piece of business that I closed, I. I asked the person, you know, so how did you find me? He said, well, actually, you made a comment on something on LinkedIn. And I saw that your title was should have played Quidditch for England. Um, so I had to come across and look at your profile. I mm. just had to go and look and see who this person was. And then he said, I read your summary. And my summary is, is in effect, a story um, uh, of, of par- partly of my life and, and why I've, I've got that. Mm. Um, and um, he said, after I saw that, he said, I needed to contact you. And we've got, um, you know, we've got salespeople who um, people basically go and, and say, I, you know, I want to connect. Um, now, how many, you know, most sales forces spend their lives running around trying to have conversations with people and trying to get people to like them, um, usually failing. And there's this all this activity that goes top of the funnel, mm. which is which is basically happening. Um, and they're trying to go around and have these conversations. We have a process that actually gets people to come and talk to salespeople. Mm-hmm. So they get that. So, so this person said, I need, I wanted to co- have a conversation with you and talk. And they said, it sounds really interesting what you're doing. Mm. He said, we, you know, immediately he connected to me and I said, well, let's go on a call. Yeah. And then we went through the process and then actually that, that closed. Yeah. Um, but having, you know, moving from uh, a, an environment where you have salespeople trying to go out and have conversations to people and and people are not interested to having a situation where people are actually going to salespeople and saying, I want to talk to you. That's transformation. Well, that's, and that's a big the big deal, di- isn't and it? That's, and that's the difference from just saying, 
I'm just going to post something on social and hope something mm. happens to actually being in a situation where you're able to drive sales because people want to talk to you. So when you post content on social, is the the I, the reasoning, the, the idea behind posting that content then, it's not just putting it out there for just putting it out there's sake. You have a purpose behind it. You have a reason. Yes. And that is to drive conversation. Uh, with yes. So, who- so the reason why, sorry, the reason why you do this podcast and the reason why I do mm. my, my podcast is because the um, people, when they're buying things, they're looking for an expert. Yeah. So if you sit in, you know, we've done some work with a, a waste management company and it's fascinating because you talk to the salespeople and, and they'll sit, sit in front of you and they say, uh, there's nothing, there's, I know everything about waste management. Uh, in fact, I'm, I, my speciality is waste management from hospitals, syringes, stuff like that. I'm brilliant at it. There's nobody in the country that knows more than me about that. Oh, that's really interesting. You go to their LinkedIn profile and it says nothing. <laughs> okay. So, so it's like, so how, where's the evidence to, yeah. to so, you know, when, when you talk to a salesperson, they go, oh, I don't know what to put in my LinkedIn profile. And they go, well, well tell me about your journey. Well, yeah. you know, I've done this and I've done waste management for 20 years and I love it. And I know it's kind of, but, you know, I like to talk to people and, and it's like, it, we're doing people a service, getting rid of syringes and stuff like that. I said, you've just told me what should be on your summary profile. Mm. Oh, what did I say? Well, you just told me your story of your life about why you love this and, mm. and, what, what you get from it and the fact that you, you actually like helping people and stuff. Oh, yeah, I suppose I do. Uh, rather than I work for this company and they are great um, and we are market leaders, which is if you look at the competition, they all say that as well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I always joke actually with um, it's a common thing around Liverpool where I'm based at the moment. You'd see all hmm. the, the developments, all the property developments. Every single one of them are luxury flats. They're all luxury. They've all every single one are luxury. And I just smile. Yeah. I'm like. Surely somebody somewhere is going to come up with a better word than, you know, luxury. Super deluxe. Super, Super deluxe. <laughs> That'll be the next evolution. What comes up? And if I don't use the word luxury, is it, I, do you know what I mean? It's, but you're right. It's not standing out. It's not making, you know, everybody's using it. No one's, no one's standing out with that. Yeah. And, and what, with, what, what, you know, we don't like salespeople. We, 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 the whole great, the great thing about social and the internet is we're able to, and the great thing about e-commerce is we're able to go on and buy stuff without talking to salespeople. Yeah. Um, and, and so what we, so anything to do with sales, it pushes us away, mm. but anything that you start doing about yourself, your beliefs, um, then, then, um, uh, that brings you to closer. Now, mm. what I would say also is that, um, there may be people that listening to this and saying, well, I, I, to be honest, I think that um, should have played Quidditch for England is childish. I think it's stupid. And, that, and, and that's brilliant. I'm really pleased if they do that. Because if they met me, they wouldn't like me. and They'd never buy anything from me. Yeah, yeah it's a qualifying so, statement. So, so, so I've basically, mm. so, so we have all these salespeople running around mm. trying to talk to people that basically will never like them. Yeah. But I've already qualified out all of the people that won't buy from me. So I know if someone comes to me, they probably think, yeah, it's a bit of fun. I quite enjoy that. Yeah. I bet he's all right. I bet, he, you know, it's a bit of, you know, he even tells jokes on podcasts, so he's got to be okay. Yeah. Uh, so, um, um, you know, you, you, it's about your personality. Now, you may not like that particular title, but you, you create a title that's, that suits you. Yeah. Um, and suits your beliefs and suits your, and this is about your why, not your, your what. Yeah. 
So it's about your values, isn't it? It's about, yeah, 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 yeah. It is, yeah. So you know, we've had people and said, you know, I'm a solo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So we went on um, LinkedIn and found that there was there was a million people with that as a title. So so she was in fact one in a million. There's um, two. In fact, her title would have been better, one in a million. Yeah, yeah. There's 250 um, 250 best-selling authors. Um, there's uh, four hundred and fifty sorry, two hundred and fifty thousand best selling authors and two hundred and four hundred and fifty thousand um thought leaders. <laughs> and do they all have the word creative somewhere in their title? Uh, uh, oh Bantu, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the classic salesperson is I'm a I'm an energetic, tenacious salesperson. We're all energetic, <laughs> we're all ten- tenacious. You are just the same as everybody else. Yeah, just find and this is the problem. Words. Since time, since time, since time, since, uh, you know, beginning of time, mm. the problem that we have in sales is that we're just another salesperson. Yeah. Just another face and not standing. Just another anyway. salesperson or we're just another website. And, you know, we need to, there has to be something that differentiates us. Um, and having a time. Well, there is, you know, there is something that differentiates you. It's just that that information has not been presented in a way that, that brings that out. Or yeah. Connects yes. With people. Yeah, yeah, we we often we we often use a, an example of um, there's a um, an insurance broker um, in um, in Ipswich, I think. Which, if any, if you're not from the UK, it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, and insurance broking is not the the most um, interesting of subjects. Um, and you know, you could have things like you know, insurance broker, you know, fall asleep, you know. But he has the title. Um, uh, Managing director of what I think is the best insurance brokers in Ipswich. Now, it's not the best title, it's a but lot what better. it does, yeah. But what it does, you go. Actually, I'm going to go and have a look at that, yeah. Because I'm actually looking for an insurance broker in Ipswich, and he may be the right person for me. Yeah. Now, all he needs to do is get one person, um, uh, because that's one person he's got over and above you. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And so. So if I'm if I'm sort of thinking about this and I'm thinking, well, this is great. I, I like the idea of being active on social. I like the idea of starting conversations. I like the idea of social selling, social marketing, um, because why would you not, right? And um, what's Joe put here? Someone's put in the comments. I'm changing my title on LinkedIn and Insta to should have done Princess Diana's wedding makeup. Fantastic. So let look me tell at, you about uh, Joe. Joe. Look at that. Please, please connect to me. Please connect to me. Yeah, yeah I'm please, sure yeah. she will. Joe's yeah. lovely. Joe and I are yeah. just about to launch Thanks, a Joe. website together, and um, Joe is fantastic. Love the bones off Joe. She's awesome. Uh, well, and she, she's, yeah, she's um, she's a makeup artist, and she specialises in doing makeup for ladies in their fifties and sixties and seventies. And great story, great background. Did the makeup for Princess Diana? Did the makeup? You know, has done makeup for the who's who. You know, all the celebrities, she's kind of on a list. Um, and so I like this, Joe. Uh, I'm changing my title on LinkedIn and Insta to should have done Princess Diana's wedding makeup. That's brilliant. Hmm. Fantastic. Very, very good. Okay, so um, I've kind of lost my train of thought with Joe and Princess Diana. Anyway, it's... um. So what do we, if we, if this is something that we want to do, right? If this is something yeah. that we, we sort of want to get more active and more involved with. When we talked yeah. in the pre-call, I asked you the same question, really, and you came up yeah. with these sort of three 
pillars. That's it. I was going to tell you that this was that this is what you need to ask me. Yeah. 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 I was going. I was going to start asking you questions, actually, Matt. But you know, it's like so, drive so, the conversation, so, mate. Come on. Be yeah, yeah. So, so the three things that you need to do, mm-hmm. um, you need to have, um, you need to have a shop window. Um, so some people call it a personal brand, but it sounds a bit grand. Um, it's an overused and, word know, at the moment, I think, as well. Personal brand. It's what? Sorry. An overused word. It it, it is, yeah. Um, so um, you need a personal brand. You need a network, mm-hmm. and you need content. So your your personal brand is is kind of what I've described already, which is your summary title, which is not about your job title or something. It's about your why. Yeah. Um, your summary again is about your it's about your why, not your company. This this if you talk about LinkedIn, there's room already down in LinkedIn to talk about your company and what they do. Mm-hmm. But again, w- one of the things that we teach people to do is is basically tell a story. So on my LinkedIn profile, if you go and look at it. Um, there is a story from where I worked doing washing up at the Royal Oak, Royal Oak, at a, at a, and, and, and there is a village called Upton Snodsbury, um, and I and I worked there and and um, got promoted to uh, doing bar snacks. It's mm. amazing, isn't it? Um, and Good promotion. Uh, Yes, from 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 peeling sprouts to, to doing bar snacks. Well, wow. the world the world was my lobster, <laughs> and um, and so. Um, uh, uh, you, you know, and you tell a story of all the things. Now, it's not about what your um, it's not what your objectives were. Mm. It's not what your um, you know. Don't write. I went to this company and they're a bunch of idiots. You know, you, you, we've all done jobs where we probably didn't work out, but you must have learned something. Yeah. yeah. So, what is it that you learned in during that during that job? Okay. Um, and um, and then also, you know, you've got things like. Um, recommendations get people to recommend you um, and don't write it for them I mean I wrote recommendation for a mate of mine and he said I can't he says is that what you think of me and I said yes you he he, he is like red adair of IT projects I mean you know they they parachute him in and he sorts them out um, and he said he said is and I said yeah you you know if mm. anyone if anyone has a, an, a, an IT project that's going down the tubes they need to hire you mm. um, so um, you know and, and you would be amazed what people write about you. Um, and, and that that is your profile and uh, it's your shop window. And as yeah. I say, if you're walking down the shops and there's nothing in the window or it looks boring or it's salesy, people just walk past. Um, and, uh, but if you've got something like a, a nice title, people will come and look at your profile. And what you're trying to do is get them – your profile is like your website – and get them to look at your profile and spend time there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people go, well, I only want to write a paragraph because I can't be bothered to write more than a paragraph. That's not about you. It's, no, it's about, about the people. person that's coming to read it. Yeah, Think of it as a shop window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the longer that they're spending time on your profile, they're not looking at your competitors. Yeah. The next thing you need to, is a network. So most people, for example, on LinkedIn, have their network is um, ex-colleagues and recruitment consultants which is kind of interesting, but it doesn't really get you much. So what you need to do is you need to put all of your, in effect, put your territory online. So all the people that you're trying to sell to, all of your customers, all of the people that might influence uh, your customers, um, people that um, you respect, um, and all people that, uh, um, the, the great thing about a network is that those people know and love you and what they will do is that they hopefully will propagate your content. Yeah. So, so you're in effect selling into your network's network. 
Okay. And that's what you need to do. What you're going to do is start pulling your network's network into your own network. Okay. Um, and um, I'm looking at your face in terms of whether that um, are you still hearing me? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm very okay. focused smile, right now. Smile, this is smile, my focus smile. face. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, right. So, okay, fine. So, 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 for example, um, uh, and w- w- again with the power of networks, what happens is you know people will find that, mm. and um, then you have a conversation with them. Mm. So, for example, um, I someone shared it a piece of content recently. I wasn't even connected to her. Uh, she's from Mexico, and we just had a conversation. Um, and don't forget, because just because somebody is in your network, you're not necessarily selling to them. Mm-hmm. They may refer you on. Yeah. Because yeah. I had someone basically coming to me, some sales expert coming to me yesterday, uh, basically gave, gave me a list of their products. Um, now, I actually had someone I was going to refer to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she gave me a list of products, I thought, you obviously don't know what selling's about. So you obviously don't know what relationship's about and what network's about, so I'm not going to refer you. So she okay. lost a sale. Wow. Um, so um, so your, your, your network is your, you know, the saying is that your network is your net worth. Mm-hmm. It is you need to connect with people. So your network's network, um, I like that. That's in, think about your network's network. Um, that's, that's sort of where you're reaching out to, which is great. Um, and they're going to refer you and sort of, and I liked your comment, you know, not everybody in your network is ready to buy, but maybe they are ready to refer. Um, and I assume bringing it back to you and your business, you said you don't do any cold calling or any of that sort of advertising. All your business is word of mouth marketing. This is your network referring you to their networks. Well, there's, there's various different ways that we prospect. So we will go out, we will use social and um, we will target certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it may be that what we do is that we connect with them. And we do that in a non-spammy way. So we don't connect with them and say, I want to sell you shit because obviously they'll just block you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we build a, a conversation with people. Or it may be that what we do is that we go out and, and they're posting on social. What we do is that we may like their stuff. Yeah. Um, or what we do is that we um, uh, will say that's a really interesting article and get them into a conversation. Yeah. Because what you're trying to do is uh, all with all this is start a conversation. Yeah. And using social as a um, uh, as a way of of starting that conversation. And to be fair, I, I'm thinking about my LinkedIn profile. There's um, out of all the hundreds of people that have connected with me over the last two months, only one of them has actually tried to do that. Just start a okay. conversation. Everybody yeah, yeah, else yeah, yeah. was like, um, buy my shit. Yeah, pretty much. Or just, yeah. you know, they wanted another number on their follow account or whatever. There was no, mm-hmm. there's not that real engagement. And I think it's quite fascinating. Um, you know, what you're, what you're the, sort of talking about. Here. There's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a problem at the moment. There's a number of people that will go, that will say, oh yeah, I can get you another, an additional 2000 connections. Mm-hmm. Connections are not what you want. What you need is a network. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the thing, the next thing is content. And the thing about content is that there's two things. One is that people will find you because of content. They're looking for an expert that they can, that can help them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're looking for, um, a person, not a corporate robot. Um, and the, the content also enables you to keep your network warm mm. because what you're, you're, you never know when you met, might say, Do you know, I, I was on a podcast with that guy from Matt in Liverpool. He's connected 
to to somebody at um, GlaxoSmithKline who I mm. want to talk to. Mm. So I could go to Matt and say, Matt, do you remember that uh, podcast I did where I told a joke? Um, and you go, yeah. I said, do you know Brian at GlaxoSmithKline? I, you know, I went to school with him. Mm. Did you? Do you mind having a conversation with him? Can you set up a call? With him? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, mm. I have no problem. And, and and that's the difference between, you know, if you go to somebody and go, oh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Tim Hughes. And they go, well, I don't know who you are. So, yeah. But we're connected on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know who you are. And that's the difference, it, it, you know, the network and a contact. Yeah. Um, and again, the, 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 the content is about inspiring and educating people, mm. not necessarily saying um, how great your company is. So we did yeah. a, an experiment recently um, with one of our clients, um, and we got the salespeople to, to, um, uh, to post their corporate content, of which they got no engagement. Um, we then taught the salespeople to blog and we got them to uh, post blogs. Yeah. So this one guy's posted a blog about, I'll give you an example, just 300 words. Um, and it's about how in COVID-19, he's got an extra 90 minutes a day because it takes him 45 minutes yeah. to, to commute. Um, and he's able to see his children. Um, he's got one baby, I think, you know, one on three mm. and one's like in the carts and stuff. Um, and um, he said, that's, it's really great. And he, Last time we looked, he'd got like 80, 80 likes. So the average person on LinkedIn has 500 connections. Um, that's 80 times 500 because it would have gone through their network. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, if, if you send that out through an email, that, that would be a big email list. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that will have seen that content. Um, and then what we've done is that we've taught him to go through and say, right, all of those people that have um, – uh, made a comment. Um, some will be in your network. Some will be out of your network. What that will do is that you've actually now got a reason to go and talk to them. Yeah. So all the people that are not in your network, you've got a reason to go to them and say, thanks for liking my article. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we obviously have something in common. Can we connect? Mm -hmm. Not salesy. Um, and um, you'll probably get 80, 90% connection rate. You've pulled them into your network. Um, all the people that have, um, uh, that have that were already in your network have liked it said, we obviously have something in common. Mm. Why don't we get on the phone and have a chat? And, and, and immediately you're able to go through that. And because they, they've read something about you, they already think they know something about you. And so the content and, you're putting out there then is, is, is personal content. It's, it's not salesy content. It's just kind of, it's content that you think, your network or your network's network is going to connect with. So the guy that wrote the blog post about an extra, you know, hour and a half with his kids, well, that's going to resonate with everyone that's got kids, isn't it really? Um, absolutely. Yeah. So one of my team put something out on Saturday. Um, he's in Aberdeen. He was on the beach with his 60 year old son. And he kind of said, I'm with my 60 year old son. And we're, we're talking about what's the future. Mm. What is the future? And put that out. And it's gone ballistic. Mm. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so if you put corporate stuff out, buy my stuff, we're number one, um, no one's interested. Yeah. Um, put stuff about, um, about yourself. Uh, put stuff, you know, I write about how to social sell. Mm -hmm. So if you, 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 you follow me on, on Twitter, you come to my, or, or connect with me on LinkedIn. I, I've, um, I mean, we've posted um, over a thousand blogs since we've been going in the last uh, nearly four years, you know, I've done over mm -hmm. 110 uh, podcasts and it's all educational stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and you can learn stuff. 
Yeah. Um, I don't. You don't need to buy anything from me. It's all for free. Exactly the same with this podcast. This isn't yeah. about um, selling you stuff. If people are interested, they'll go and look you up. Yeah, they'll get in touch. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And and so uh, and that's the power of content. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guy on it. We did. We we teach people how to blog, uh, salespeople how to blog. And we had this guy, and he said, "I'm not doing it." And we said, "Why not?" He said, "I think it's a waste of time." And we said, "We said." Um, We'll give it a go. And, and the thing is, you can't clip him around the ear because he's yeah, a, yeah. Um, a black belt three down. At three, oh, okay. You're black get belt five down at yeah, three, yeah, much less. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, by the time you, you, you get to slap him, he's broken your arm. <laughs> um, and um, and he, he sat down and he wrote this thing and he said, um, um, he said, for Christmas, my wife bought me a, a um, uh, an Apple Watch. And he said, um, he said, I didn't actually think I really wanted one, but um, I then started setting it up and, and I kept all kinds of data. You know, I collect my heart rate and I collect my number of steps. And uh, I've actually come, become pretty um, uh, obsessed with the amount of data that I, I collect. And he said, and then I realized that actually this is all about big data mm. and how um, big data can actually transform the way that you you work, but also transport the way that I I uh, I live my life. Mm. Anyway, I really love my Apple Watch, and I'm really glad that my wife bought it for me. Now, that's a very simple blog. Now he mm. sells big data systems for an IT company, and what he's done is he, he's weaved that into the, the conversation the narrative. Yeah. yeah, into the narrative. So it's not salesy. It's not an mm. advert. It's something. If you've got an Apple Watch, I don't have one, but if you've got one or a Fitbit, you know my. Um, my partner, she's always going on about how many steps we've walked and stuff like that. And mm. we, we, all of a sudden we're going along and she's like, well, we've done 10,000 steps. Well, have we? Uh, and, and, and so, you know, if you, you write about that, it's something that, that, you, um, that, you, you're, that you understand. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like, um, uh, you know, it's just a simple way of, um, of writing Mm. Um, and in fact, all salespeople are some of the best communicators in the world. Um, and, I, and we I, can yeah, write I and like we can, it. yeah, I like it. Okay, because thank you. It, no, it's good because I mean, one of the questions that you, again, just bringing it back to e-commerce, one of the things that I've yeah. noticed amongst e-commerce startups is they try and be like the corporates. They want their website to look like, you know, Amazon, or they want it to look like Nike or whatever. And they, but their website looks bleak and cold because of a lack of content. Um, because of a lack of information and there's nothing about them. And the thing that distinguishes, I think if you're doing an e-commerce business, if you're starting up an e-commerce business, the thing that I think you need to plaster all over that site, apart from the product is you and your values and what you stand for and your beliefs and why you're doing what you're doing and how you plan on changing the world through this particular website. And people will connect with that and you can, you know, the, there's a lady in our office who buys um, lights from a website, a small business, small family business. Um, Michelle, she's lovely. And the reason she chose that company to buy stuff from was she followed, she followed someone on Instagram uh, who, who worked there who kept posting pictures of their dog. Yeah. And, it's, and, and, now, they have a, and, and now whenever I buy that kind of product, I have to buy it from that website because, yeah. you know, that's what Michelle insists I do. Yeah, so absolutely. It's, yeah. it's fascinating, isn't it? And you, and you can do this with e-commerce. Um, you can build your personal brand. You can grow your network and you can share content about the products, about what you're passionate about. Joe, um, who wants to, who, you know, Princess Diana's makeup artist. She is brilliant at that. 
And just sharing that passion and that content. And this is something you should definitely be doing, right? Not just the salespeople, but if anybody should be doing this sort of stuff. People, people by people. And mm. pe what, what people want in the sales and marketing process is, is, is a human, it's, it's humanity that we buy. Um, and, and I totally agree with you. We, we, did, we found some research recently where there was a, um, they analyzed 10,000 websites. Mm. And the conclusion was they were all the same. Uh, and, and none of them um, stood out. And this yeah, comes yeah, back to everyone's got the yeah. same, everyone's a best selling it's, author. Everyone's this they're all, of, Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all using the same WordPress um, thing, yeah. um, Shopify uh, template. Thing or yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and you know, as, a, as an individual, I've built up a following on, on social. Uh, from a corporate perspective, we can't get above 20,000 followers mm. because it's a company account. Um, but people are interested in you. Um, and I quite often get people asking, well, should I share personal stuff? Well, absolutely. Mm. Um, you know, um, you know, I, 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 you know, if, if I share, um, pictures about where we're going and what we're doing and, and because it's, it, you know, in amongst all of that stuff about social selling, you need to have something else, you know, here's a picture of me and Bushy Park. Yeah. Here's a me, you know, we, we went cycling last week. We took the day off and we cycled into London to see if it was yeah. still there. Uh, and um um and you know here's a picture of me outside the parliament building and mm. stuff and and it, it it may sound boring in on a podcast but actually what it does it shows that you're a human being yeah it does and it shows that you do stuff and it shows that you've got interests mm -hmm. um, people like it and, people and as it. we know uh, people do yeah yeah and and um back to the you know if they don't like uh, um if you don't like dogs, then you were probably never, you know, you, 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 the, the website's not for you. Yeah. Um, find another so company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, social is about, about being yourself and being, um, and you'll find that that will generate, um, that will generate business for you. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. Listen, Tim, I'm aware of time. Um, and I could carry this conversation on cause I'm sure I could pick your brains and find out all kinds of good stuff. My last question for you, um, is there in sort of closing any, any final wisdom or thoughts you have for someone who's in e-commerce around this whole idea that maybe we've not covered yet? Um, uh, I, I, I don't think so. I, I, you know, the, 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 you know, they, they, they've got to be on social mm -hmm. and they've got to be themselves. And they've not got to worry that, that okay, that, that if, if you think, if, as soon as you try and make money from social, you've got the wrong mentality. Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things in life where if you go on and be yourself, the money will come. Yeah. And um, um, I've seen a lot of people that, you know, go on and say, I'm going to be the next guru about this, and then they disappear. Yeah. Um, after about six months, because they're just not able to keep up with that um, level of consistency, mm. and you just need to be yourself and be consistent. Um, so be yourself, and, be consistent, show up. Yes, mm. yeah, show up. Yeah, be where your customers are. That's how you choose yeah. your social network. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm. no, that's wonderful. Very good. Very practical stuff. And actually, I think I've come away from it just even thinking about my own social media. Just kind of thinking, yeah, I can do this in a different way and do it better. And I, and I, sh I should crack on with it. How many, um, 
I guess for one of my questions for you, Tim, is how many hours a day do you spend on social media? I'm just kind of curious. Um, I spend all day in social media because that's 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 how that's I what you do. Yeah, yeah. And we we often get this as a question, um, and um, so there's two answers to this. One is um, to make a success of it. I reckon you need to spend 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember that social media is free. It's only your time that you would have put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we often get, well, I don't have time for that. Well, it's a bit like um, New Year's resolutions. We're all busy people. And what we do every new year is we add things to the new, to our busyness. And what, what happens is we don't do those yeah. things because we're already busy. <clears throat> so you've got to take something off. Yeah. So, you know, this will only work if you stop doing something, if you take something on. And Tony Robbins and all of those people will tell you that's that's what you need to be doing. Yeah. Um, so. Um, and you can't uh, outsource it. I've tried that in the past. No, 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 it doesn't work. It's not authentic. No. No. And in fact, that goes against the LinkedIn rules. Mm. Um, so um, you can end up with 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 nothing. Well, it goes against um, so, everything that you've pretty much talked about tonight, isn't it, in terms of being it, you and being authentic? It, it, it does. You can never outsource that. And people no, buying uh, people rather than a version of you. Yes. Um, so, um, uh, but but the thing is, is that you know, we, we, I don't have time for this. Which is, you know, this is the way. This is modern selling. Mm. This is the way that we sell in 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 twenty twenty. You know, we. I remember going talking to a guy who came on our course. I said, "What did you do this morning?" He said, "I spent the morning cold calling." I said, "How did that go?" He says, "Well, I didn't get any anything. I just left some co- um, voicemails." And I said, "What happened to the voicemails?" He said, "They'll never ring me back." Mm. I said, so, you know, maybe you need to drop something and maybe you need to drop that yeah. and, and, and wasting your time doing that and actually concentrate on something which actually will work for you. Yeah. You know, so, th- you know, this is the way that sometimes social selling is called modern selling. This is the way that people um, buy now. And this is where you need to be from a selling perspective. This is in, in 2020. This is what you need to be doing from a selling perspective. Yeah, no, that's great. That's wonderful. Tim, listen, how do people get hold of you if they do want to reach out, if they do want to connect? What's the best way to sort of touch base with you? Um, so I'm I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm Timothy Hughes. Um, so Timothy's T-I-M-O-T-H-Y mm-hmm. and Hughes is H-U-G-H-E-S. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on Twitter, which is Timothy underscore Hughes. Um, and um, I'm on Instagram as well. But uh, my email is Tim at dlaignite.com wonderful thank you so much joe's just put a message here saying thank you tim she's on it thank you joe thank you connect yeah, yeah. with me please and, and and anybody out there don't think that um you can't connect with me or um you know but please send a message when you send a connection request saying you you saw me on matt's podcast mm. um thought i was amazing um, and that's, we all did. You, you, all you did. can say if I was shit, I don't mind. Um, but connect with me and say where you, you just put some context about where you, you, you saw me. It just helps because if I get an awful lot of people connecting with to me, mm. um, and it just helps to sort through the, the wheat from the chaff. But please connect with me, yeah. Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, happy. Great. And, and don't forget my book. Um, oh, yeah, and we'll link te- to that actually in the Social show Selling Techniques to Influence Buyers and Changemakers. Uh, available on Amazon of it worldwide. Can you show us? The I code? do actually. It's funny, it, it just it's funny. I should say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there it, we it, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right next to me. Brilliant. Good plug. Definitely check out Tim's book. I will link to that on Amazon, and I will link to all of the social profiles uh, that you've mentioned in the show notes, so you can check those out on the website. 
Tim, I just want to say a big thank you. Really, really appreciate you being here. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, it's been great having you on the show. Um, and uh, <laughs> in closing, Joe has just popped up with another comment. She says, I would never say the word shit. I don't swear. Ask Matt. <laughs> she swears a lot. Anyway, <laughs> great to talk to you. Thanks so Thanks, much, Jen. Tim. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. Bye. So there you go. That was my interview with Tim. Wasn't he great? Uh, and I like the banter between him and Joe. Knowing them both, they will get on very well, let me tell you. Uh, but yes, it was great, great uh, insight into social selling. And so I hope you've got a lot out of it. I've got a few things in my head that I need to do now to my social media um, uh, and, and get on that a little bit better. Uh, and, uh, you know, when I suggested that to Tim, he was nodding his head. Yes, you do, Matt. I feel like there is things that I should be doing. So if you're like me and you've not quite done it because you you know what, you've dabbled at it and you've not, you've just kind of done what everybody else is doing and it's not really worked, just listen again to the show. Go download the show notes, get in touch with Tim and do it differently and start to stand out and connect with people and build those relationships and let us know what happens. We would love to hear your stories. So all that's left for me to say is... Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. The content is free and we deliver it on a weekly basis direct to you so you can learn more and more about e-commerce, about how to grow and develop your own successful online business, which is just fabulous and fantastic. Make sure you also subscribe to us on Facebook Live because like Joe, you can join in the conversation and connect with people, which is always great. Uh, just hit the notification button and you will get that whenever it comes up. It's been great chatting with Tim. Uh, I love this. I love uh, chatting with people about e-commerce, people who know an awful lot more about this whole topic than I do. It's always great. I always learn something and I'm sure you did too. Make sure you stay tuned. I'll be back very soon uh, with another e-commerce podcast. Got some great guests lined up. Uh, do come and join us uh, as we carry on our journey into learning more and more about e-commerce all of that said goodbye for now we will see you again very soon you've been listening to the e-commerce podcast with matt edmondson join us next time for more interviews tips and tools for building your business online